don't think we as humans have the ability to really understand how much things actually change. Matter of fact, the only way we can really do this is to look back. Armchair quarterback. That's the only way we can really do it. In 2019, TikTok was a kid's app. It was cringy. And matter of fact, I know this from Twitch streaming, kids actually thought TikTok was cringy. A lot of people who are on it, first was the eight-year-olds and the nine-year-olds lip-syncing to their favorite songs, doing their little dances, mimicking other older teenagers. Then teenage girls started really embracing it in the musically days and doing dances to all their favorite songs and doing all these cool little transitions. And somehow through late 2019, that went from around 680 million monthly active users, which is an insane amount, to in 2020, the app having around a billion monthly active users. Now, of course, you know, there's only 7 billion people in the world. And when I mean a billion monthly users, active users, that can mean people that have two, three, four, ten 10 accounts. Like if you're a real TikToker, you might have an account for every sort of personality you have, maybe for finance, maybe for education, maybe you have one for entertainment, just watching weird dances. It's very often people have multiple accounts. But within one year, 2020 alone, TikTok became the most popular app and even started rivaling Instagram. All of a sudden, the 30-year-olds and 40-year-olds that saw it as a kid's app and didn't want to be a creeper to go on it, now they were posting their videos of themselves on it all the time because sound plus quick cuts makes great entertaining content. You see, when it comes to change and interpreting the things that are happening, I think we lack the perspective as people to really understand how much things have a possibility of growth and how things can change just like that. All of a sudden, TikTok is a household brand and it has a market cap estimate of, wait for it, $100 billion. $100 billion. That would be in the top 100 brands in the world, top 100 the most valuable companies in the world. And let me ask you a question. What product does TikTok sell? How does TikTok even generate $100 billion of revenue? It's a free app, of course, right? Is it from ads? Is it from selling people's data? How do they do it? We barely even understand its business model. If you haven't been living under a rock lately, you have seen the absolute craziness of GameStop. And yes, I know I call my podcast the Uneducated Investor Podcast, but I've been trying to stay out of it. I've been trying to just see how it plays out, not give my opinion, lay back and see how the cards are unfolding themselves. However, with it being all on the news and all over YouTube, I think it now 
trying to be somewhat responsible as you know a podcaster now i can talk to it because talk about it because i know a lot of people have already have their minds and opinions made up and what i say isn't necessarily going to impact their decision making that much so with all that being said i can finally get really uneducated with it you see gamestop was going to zero it was going bankrupt people were not buying things in physical locations short sellers were selling it to zero they were borrowing money to sell on margin to sell it all the way to zero and gamestop was in a situation where it couldn't borrow any money to pay for its leases its expenses and bankrupt was repsy was absolutely inevitable You've heard the story, though. Retail traders in Wall Street bets the Reddit forum started buying it in unbelievable numbers. And all of a sudden, a company that was worth $200 million two to three months ago is now worth $10 billion market cap. Absolutely phenomenal. Now we're in a situation where we need to ask ourselves a question. Is this a Ponzi scheme? <laughs> Are people just buying and buying and buying and buying? And is there an inevitable fall off where GameStop's market cap can go from 10, maybe it's a 15 billion and all the way back to zero in bankruptcy? Or is GameStop actually a viable company? Is it actually a company where at $200 billion market cap, that's going from 10 to $200 billion market cap, that company would be just as big as Nike. Now, if you've been listening to this podcast, I've been getting a lot of my um, investing stocks that I actually start to look into from a variety of sources. I actually had a past podcast where I explained all the places I looked to see what people are investing in. You know, seeing the top 10 investing apps on Robinhood is a good idea just to look at what people are investing in uh, YouTube videos like Financial Education Channel and Reddit. (laughs) Can't even talk today. Specifically, Wall Street Bets was a great place to look. Also, top 10 holdings of ETFs. But Reddit was a great place to look. And they have been going off about this stock. Absolutely going off. Um, When Wall Street to... To give an example of how much GameStop has exploded, I put $100 into GameStop when it was around $5. That $100 is now worth around 10 grand in a couple of weeks, actually. It's absolutely mind-boggling. And now people who are holding the company want to know a very obvious question. Where is this going? What's the end game? And what will GameStop as a company be after this massive run up? Is this sustainable? Will it continue to go up to 200 billion or is it going to zero? There's only one way to answer this question. And it all depends on what you think about this one word brand. You see, the way that I choose investing 
in the 21st century, 2020 specifically, is someone like me who's probably in the 10th percentile of formal education when it comes to finance. You know, I work in corporate finance, not capital markets, but just corporate finance. You know, I've done two levels of the CFA, one of the most prestigious um, sort of exams you can do, you know, to learn in the financial world. Uh, my actual university degree is financial economics. So me, I have at least aware of the knowledge of what people are doing to value stocks and their proper valuations. When it comes to some people, you know, they do discounted cash flow models. Maybe they'll do a dividend discount model. Maybe they'll value it and see what their EBITDA is. You know, maybe they'll do some comparable analysis comparing PE ratios or PS ratios or all of those things across companies. Maybe they want to know what the top line revenue and see revenue growth month after month and compare that to other companies in its sector. I'm aware generally of what people are doing to value companies. However, the way that I've been looking at companies in a world where we're going from more fundamental analysis to technical and behavioral analysis is I look at companies by that single word, brands. Do I use this product? Do I use this company? When I bought Beyond Meat and I put around three grand into it around two months ago and it exploded and had a 50% return in two months, the reason I did that is because as a person that's not a vegan, I went to a vegan restaurant and tried Beyond Meat and it was only a month after I realized that that was not only a vegetarian burger, that was a Beyond Meat burger. As soon as I saw that, I looked at the stock price that was down. Easiest buy of my life. When it comes to GameStop, people are viewing GameStop as the company it is, but not for the company it could be. And that's what the $200 billion really represents. It represents brand. That's the only game there is in town. What is the brand of GameStop? All of a sudden in the media, you see GameStop in the news. Typically a Google Trends, like a a big topic will have around a million, two million, you know, uh, searches in a day. GameStop has dominated the news cycle, having 10 plus million searches in various days. It's a company that a lot of parents know because they bought their kids games from there. And it's a company that a lot of kids know because they got their games from there. It already has brands. And when you're thinking about the silicon startup nature that we're in now, where companies that are developing won't even show profit for the next five years, what is going to happen when you take a company like GameStop, Alexa, stop. She always trying to interrupt me. But what's going to happen when you take a company like GameStop and you transform it into the e-commerce world as the premier gaming e-commerce destination? You have at least 100,000 people 
who have made five figures with this company. Where do you think they're buying games now? And if you haven't gone into GameStop in the past year or two years, here is a crazy thing that a lot of people don't know. GameStop sells more than just video games. It's crazy, right? So with their partnership with Microsoft, what could we start seeing GameStop selling? All of a sudden, they're selling not only Funko Pops, not only cool custom paraphernalia when it comes to merchandise around everyone's favorite video games, like t-shirts and posters and stickers and toys. They can sell trading cards, NBA cards if they want. They can sell literally board games if they want. People are playing board games like crazy now that we're all inside. They can literally sell TVs if they want. They could honestly turn into a Best Buy if they want. And with all of these shareholders being a large majority of them retail investors, they're becoming retail buyers very quick. Matter of fact, go on Reddit right now and you'll see everyone showing the stuff that they recently bought within GameStop. And with the founder of Chewy, the e-commerce beast that it was that sold a lot of dog toys. I'm sorry, why can't GameStop sell dog toys? Why can't GameStop sell literally any sort of quotation marks gaming type accessory that people want. GameStop is already in premier locations in all of the major cities or a lot of the major cities. With delays on deliveries, how easy is it to order something from your GameStop to your house? All of a sudden, even Amazon is starting to look crazy at the potential of a GameStop. Why? Because when you're typing something in Google and you're trying to buy a product, the brand matters. When you're talking to your Amazon Echo and you're trying to buy a product, the brand matters. Anytime you're trying to buy something, where you decide to actually purchase from matters. And if GameStop, with this insane run, can just keep its relevance keep its dominance in the media just a little bit, not even a lot, just a little bit. All of a sudden, you're talking about a brand that can be bigger than Nike, bigger than TikTok. And just don't be surprised if at the end of the year, we're talking about GameStop as a top 30 brand in the States. And as always, the best, most brightest investors are the uneducated ones. That's because the uneducated investor never stops learning. But what do you think? Do you think GameStop is going to zero? Do you think GameStop is going to 200 billion? I really want to know. It's at Flystew on Twitter and we, Flight Crew, have to take off.